Hey, 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 welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. In today's episode, we're talking passive, we're talking content, and we're talking how to keep those leads coming in without you having to do anything. So how do you create a true piece of passive content? What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. Brandon? Hey. Hey, man. There's so many ways to make passive content. I mean, you are the expert at automation with your Trello boards and your Slack. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> to be fair, mate, yeah, I love a bit of automation. Content's a little bit different, isn't it? Because like you've got different ways of doing it, um, and it all depends on what your budget is, what your like pieces, um, pieces are to your puzzle, etc. So like the easiest one, like for me, um, the easiest way to create a passive piece of content is basically you record it once, you put it on YouTube, and it's up there for life. If you rank with your your keywords, etc., then it's just going to continue to bring you leads all the time. And obviously, that's how people grow YouTube channels. It's how people get leads 20, 24-7 is through that like passive piece of content. Um, the other way, obviously is like people talk a lot about webinars don't they like create that webinar drive traffic through that webinar and then that webinar will do all the selling and selling for you now webinars are quite complicated um because there's a certain like there's a certain framework isn't it that you want to go through and get through and obviously in order to increase your conversions and they could be like an hour long like an hour long an hour and a half um, and it's really good indoctrination. Um, but the back end automation to make sure people don't fall through the cracks is quite labor intensive. Um, but obviously, it's an evergreen piece of content. Once that webinar is done, it's recorded. It's just about the traffic, then, isn't it? And creating that traffic. Um, but for you, what would be some of your true pieces of evergreen content or passive content, should I say? Yeah, I mean, I have. Um a lot of blogs on high level. Uh, it's pretty much allows for people to sign up because I have like a high ranking review. I have a high ranking price. I have a high ranking affiliate um, program within it. So it just, it's nice to kind of have that content there because not only do I have a blog post on Google, I do have some video embedded onto the blog. So it's kind of like a inception uh, piece of content because it has uh, a blog post, but it also has a YouTube video of um, that content within the blog post. And so that ranks pretty well. And it's uh, kind of a true piece of content because people click on that link uh, to review kind of about high level. They click on my affiliate link, they sign up for high level, and then I get recurring income from that. And so that's a nice little um, evergreen piece of content that I find to, I mean, that I wrote. Um, I, did I write that one? Yeah, I did write that one. And um, <laughs> I was thinking if I uh, hired someone to kind of do the outline or if I did it myself. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a great way to uh, make uh, evergreen content using a blog post video and rank well for it so that I can continuously get uh, commissions. Nice. So obviously blogs is, is another one, isn't it? Obviously, because once it ranks on Google, that's it, isn't it? Like it's constantly going to get traffic, it's going to get clicks, and then those clicks are going to turn into conversions. Right. Um, 
so we've got blogging, we've got your YouTube. What else are you thinking? What else, like, how do you physically go and create the all the passive content? So are we let's come away from evergreen or in terms of like the traditional, like put your face on it um, and then go that way. So you mentioned something before when you were talking about your blog post is like, did I write that one? Um, so a piece of passive content is like, you don't have to create the content yourself, do you? No, I mean, you can hire people, you can use uh, all sorts of different tools that help write. Um, for instance, you can write it yourself using like uh, Rank Math, which is a, a, blog, a, a blog plugin that kind of tells you how well it's going to do SEO wise. But you can also use something like WriteSonic, which allows you to essentially it's AI writing technology that will take a topic and you, I think it's like four different uh, parts, four different buttons rather. It takes about like five minutes and it literally just writes out the content for you and the outline and everything. And I've done that a few times um, on Medium, on uh, my, my blog post. So that's a, a really easy way to kind of create content really, really quickly. Yeah, so she outsourcing, and you know what, mate? I've seen, I've seen people like hire TikTok create content creators to yeah. create the TikTok video. You give them the framework, you give them like you just give them everything, and they just go record it, send it you back, and you upload it. Like it's literally like when it comes to hiring people, you can hire somebody for everything, even being the face of yeah. your business. Yeah, I mean, I saw what was on Facebook the other day. So I'm saying they'll charge someone a hundred dollars an hour to create uh, TikTok videos. And um, yeah, so definitely uh, people pay good money for oh, people's time. Yeah. Especially like if you, if you can get it to blow up and obviously the, the viral, the, I can never say that word. So the viral aspect right. of, of obviously those like short form pieces of content. So to create like passive content, like you want to try and get out of it as much as you can. Um, so the way I do it is like, we talk about flows in processes, systems, and automations. Um, so where where do I put myself in the flow? I literally put myself at the start. So we covered this in a, a previous episode. But So I create that content. So this piece of content that we're creating now, the podcast, um, this is me doing it, obviously, with Brandon, and the same with the YouTube videos and the TikTok videos. From there, that's me done. Um, so I, I create content for a couple of hours a week. And then everything else is completely done for me. So like cutting up this podcast into different little short form content pieces, that'll all be done for me and posted and scheduled with hashtags and all that. And so this turns truly passive because it's going on YouTube, it's going on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Then we're taking up this piece of content, creating more content to drive more traffic towards it. Um, and then it just it just keeps on going. So we're using something like repurpose.io and allowing us to post one piece of content and push it onto multiple platforms. Um, it's just massively like helping that engagement, creating uh, a windfall effect. So for instance, this piece of content that we create now about <laughs> ironically like creating passive content, if we, in a way that this could be edited like completely, this could then create 10, 20, 30 pieces of content that is created even more passive content from this one piece. So this will go and live on YouTube and Spotify. And then the rest of the content that we create on the back of it 
um, which I will not create, someone else will create for me, um, just completely turns it passive. So putting yourself at the start of the flow chart, uh, if you aren't hiring this out, um, or flow, not flow chart, flow process, if you aren't hiring yourself out, put yourself at the start, get that initial bit created, and then outsource the rest of the logistics if you're there yet. But if not, then obviously the, the true pieces of passive content will be the YouTube videos and the blog pieces. Yeah, because you're... Yeah, I think that if you have that on the YouTube and the, the blog pieces, it is a longer form content that uh, allows people to consume it uh, over several minutes versus the short form content and allows for you to uh, really get, I guess, build credibility, uh, allows you to get uh, kind of that evergreen flow because a lot of people, it takes, it grows over time and it's not like disappears after 24 hours. So as time goes on, more people see it and then it just builds and like you said, snowballs. And then I think that's the same thing with what you're doing with uh, taking that short form content is if you're blasting all channels, people are gonna see that and you're gonna always be on their feed, which is gonna be a snowball effect, which then allows them to actually purchase the, the kind of your flagship project or project uh, offer. Yeah. 100%. So that's like the organic way of doing it, like obviously to, to really make maximize that piece of content and obviously drive as much traffic to it for as long as possible. Um, obviously, as you get ranked on YouTube and Google, then that will obviously serve its own purpose in terms of the traffic. Um, but again, like if you, when you're at a stage of being able to run ads, by running ads to a piece of content that converts like a webinar, like a, a extended VSL, uh, those pieces of content will do all the selling and selling for you. As long as you automate the traffic side of things, like through Facebook ads, Instagram ads, TikTok ads, um, that will then just generally turn 90% of the business passive in general because the lead generation sorted, the market, the content piece has already been done and we know it converts, and then the back-end systems are automated. So you can really truly like get that, get that to a place. Um, where that one piece of passive content is not only sorting out your lead generation, it's sorting out your sales and turning those aspects of the business passive as well. Love it. Well, what are the final thoughts? Final thoughts is be clever with your content. Um, really do go after the likes of blogs, YouTube as primary focuses, and then using those to generate the short form content pieces. Like you have to be on YouTube as a minimum, like if you want to be successful over a long period of time, YouTube is definitely where you need to be because of that search engine scenario. And what we spoke about in constant podcasts is like, if you 95% of the world are visual learners, so they want to watch something visual to learn how to do things. Where does everyone go to learn how to do things? It's YouTube. So by attacking that visual side of things and ranking on those videos, you will forever get traffic without even trying and you'll get conversions without even trying just by creating that passive piece of content on YouTube and then using that to spitball the rest of the content pieces that you need to maximize your exposure. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Again, like, subscribe, comment, it really does help the channel. Um, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace.
Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to that latest episode of the Passive Buddies podcast. I hope you absolutely loved it and took so much value from it that you can go and make a difference in your life, in your finances, in your family's life. If you want to know more and if you want to connect with us on a more personal level, ask some questions, learn step-by-step how to make passive income online and the marketing strategies behind it, then there is a link to our free group below. Definitely click that link, join the free Facebook group and let's connect and let's help you get to your next steps. See you on the next episode, guys.